You're listening to Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. Together, we're going to explore divination and help you start your own journey with tarot. I'll discuss my tarot journey and offer ways to use tarot for healing, self-development, and personal growth. So let's get started. Hi, listeners. Welcome to episode 35 of Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. In this episode, we'll wrap up our shadow work series that has spanned over three podcast episodes, and we'll take a look at our progress so far and finally talk about the integration process of our shadow aspects that we've identified along the way. I have two custom shadow work spreads and a ritual to share with you in this last shadow work episode, as well as my review of the Macabre Tarot. So let's jump right in. It's finally time to talk about the integration process. Here we will move the shadow aspects out of the darkness and into the light so that we can make conscious decisions going forward and not be at the mercy of these hidden wounds and fears. Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. Carl Jung You may have found the process of unearthing these hidden pieces of yourself uncomfortable but hopefully by the end of this episode, you will feel differently about the process. The payoff of this work is so rewarding and free. When we choose not to put in the effort to do the necessary shadow work, we're dooming ourselves to repeat patterns of self-sabotage, toxic relationships, and addictions. We won't see any progress in many areas of our life, and we will feel stagnant and doomed to repeat history over and over again which can lead to depression, hopelessness, and learned helplessness. Something has to change in order for us to break free and gain some traction. The key to that momentum is shadow work. Through this process, we have to challenge our misbeliefs, explore the roots of our fears, face our inner critic, and hold ourselves accountable before we can understand our true motivations and move forward. If you feel like you've been spinning your wheels for years and not making any headway, you have to take a hard look at your shadow, because that is what keeps us all from achieving our goals and finding true success in life. The goal of shadow work is to integrate all of our parts, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Through this process, it's important to identify which actions we need to take to heal and move forward as our whole self. It isn't an easy process, because facing our deepest fears, feeling our most painful wounds, and looking at our true inner selves isn't pleasant. It can be downright terrifying for some who have lived in deep denial for most of their lives. Shadow work opens our eyes to hidden truths about ourselves. A really important truth to face is that this work is not about fixing any broken aspects of ourselves. It's about remembering the wholeness that has been inside of us all along. The job is to remember who we are and to focus on the integration of all aspects of ourselves instead of labeling ourselves as broken or damaged and in need of repair. There will be some healing that needs to occur in shadow work, but that will mainly be about healing old wounds, many from childhood when our shadow was first developed. We are not broken, though. 
Our shadow aspects need to be accepted and embraced, not banished or destroyed. Contrary to what some believe, we don't need to kill our ego. We just need to understand it. This process is all about facing who we are and not running from it. I call it radical self-acceptance. The kind of unconditional love you expect a mother to have for her child. Mostly during this process, you're being asked to simply observe. Observe your thoughts, behaviors, motivations, intentions, fears, wounds, and flaws. The past two episodes have taken us through the early stages of shadow work, where we plunge under the surface of awareness into the dark, murky waters of the shadow so we can examine the ways we've incorrectly judged ourselves up until now. We must understand where we have misinterpreted the actions of others and ourselves. We must explore the depths of our pain and the source of these early wounds where shame and fear surrounded these wounds in an effort to protect us from future betrayals and hurts. But we must also look at how this has caused us to act out later in life, causing consequences and chaos for us along the way. The key to this shadow work is to hold compassion for ourselves through this exploratory process. And throughout this process, we have to use awareness, understanding, and acceptance to bring us to the integration phase. Now is a good time to look at the progress and growth that you've made over the course of these shadow work episodes. Look at the areas where you've seen significant movement on particular issues and triggers. Look back over your list of wounds and assess how much healing you've been able to accomplish through this process. Identify the areas in your life where you had major breakthroughs on your inner work. And look at how you feel overall. Is your mood better? Has your health and mental health started to improve as you face some of these shadow aspects and start to work to integrate them into a healthier, whole version of self? Have you been able to offer more compassion to yourself? Have you been able to accept flaws and insecurities that once plagued you and denied you happiness and self-worth? I hope that through this process, you've been able to break some long-standing toxic cycles and that you've started healing from the damage those patterns caused. Hopefully, you've been able to break through those walls of resistance, and once you're able to do this, you will see massive growth on your healing journey. As you revisit all that you've unearthed in this process, you may realize the need for boundaries with those that trigger you. Boundaries will be extremely important going forward to help continue your progress on these shadow issues. Believe me, you will be tested in this area. Setting boundaries helps you establish a healing space so you don't relapse into old, destructive patterns. One of my biggest triggers in life is family drama. Growing up, I was the caregiver and the peacemaker. Because I had to grow up so early in life due to family dynamics, I was thrust into the role of mediator and counselor in our family. This is such a demanding family role that my tiny little body couldn't handle all of the stress, and I became the sick child. Being an empath didn't help matters either. There were no boundaries to protect me this early in life. 
Because of that, I absorbed all of the family dysfunction and stress. And unfortunately, it manifested into physical ailments, landing me in the hospital for a week by age eight. When the stress at home didn't stop, the physical ailments turned into psychological disorders. First anxiety, then depression, then OCD, and anorexia. The stress was manifesting on every level, physical, emotional, and psychological. I had no sense of control in my life, and everything was spinning further and further out of control due to having no boundaries. The only way I could assert control was monitoring my food intake. That's how the anorexia started. If I couldn't control the chaos at home, I would count the calories and control what entered my body. It was the only way I could feel any sense of control and stability. As an adult, these stress-induced physical ailments continued for decades. Court-assigned cases dealing with brutal custody battles brought it all up again. And my body reacted in the same way. Physical ailments grew out of control until I landed in the hospital in 2015 for 17 days with a severe case of pancreatitis. That was my rock bottom. I realized at that time that my body wouldn't hold out much longer. I had to make drastic changes or I was headed for an early grave. Faced with this grim outlook on the trajectory I was on, I made the decision to set very firm boundaries in work and family life. My health depended on it. Through my shadow work, I learned that firm boundaries that are consistently upheld are my main defense against these physical and psychological manifestations of the family dysfunction. So now I consciously address the family distress when it arises, knowing that this is the cycle that plays out and that I'm the one that pays dearly for it if ignored. That means I have to keep a huge distance from family much of the time to avoid getting sucked into arguments or drawn into the role of the family or marital therapist all over again. I have to protect my mind, body, and spirit now that I'm aware of this cycle that plays out. So boundaries are crucial to not getting sucked back into these destructive cycles that we just work so hard to identify and cease. Boundaries also apply for ourselves to help prevent self-abuse and self-sabotage. If these are areas where you struggle, make a list now of healthy limits so you know when to act. How many hours a day do you want to devote to work and household responsibilities? And what is your ideal work-life balance? Learn to identify when your plate is full so you can start to decline offers that will surely come in from work, family, or community groups. You've just put in the work to repair the damage caused by imbalance in many areas of your life. Don't throw it all away by not taking these necessary steps to prevent a relapse. Often I find setting and sticking to boundaries with myself is much harder than the boundaries I set with others. We must hold ourselves accountable, which is never a fun thing to do. But it's necessary if we want to maintain a healthy balance with all of our responsibilities. While we're talking about holding ourselves accountable, let's identify which areas of our life we still need to take some responsibility. This is an important step to take before we move toward integration. I created a six-card spread to help us called Holding Myself Accountable. I'll share this prompts with you now. Where am I not taking responsibility for my actions? What excuses do I make to avoid accountability? 
What am I still resisting that needs to be explored? What do I need to take responsibility for now? What do I need to own up to? And how can I begin to hold myself accountable? If you want to throw this spread for yourself, you can find this spread on my blog on my website, healingthroughterra.com, and I've posted a graphic of this spread on my Healing Through Tarot accounts on Pinterest and Instagram. I would love to see the photo of your spreads. Please tag me on Instagram at Healing Through Tarot, and please use the hashtag Healing Through Tarot Accountability Spread. Don't skip this accountability step. You want to make sure you thoroughly explore every phase of the shadow work process. After a quick break, I will share an integration ritual and spread, as well as my review of the Macabre Tarot. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. My fictional divination book series, the Divining Sisters series, has launched. You can purchase book one in the series, The Call of the Cards, now on Amazon and Barnes and Noble in paperback or ebook. If you're a fan of divination, this is a great book series for you. Follow along as my main character, Alexandra Steele, discovers numerous past life connections to the craft of divination which sparks an awakening that leaves her life forever changed. As she reconnects to these deep mystical ties, she begins to learn about her destiny, which is revealed as she starts to encounter coven sisters and foes from previous incarnations. Dive into this powerful story of empowerment, healing, and sisterhood as Alexandra struggles to overcome past life fears and trauma to come into her own power with the help of her coven sisters. Grab a copy of The Call of the Cards and experience the magic of healing for yourself. And please leave a review wherever you purchase the book to help me reach new readers who can discover the divinatory world that we all love so much. I've created a line of Healing Through Tarot spread ebooks that are for sale on my website, healingthroughtarot.com. There's a spread for all seasons that contains 17 custom spreads designed to guide you through the seasons of any year. It covers holidays, birthdays, full and new moons, mercury retrogrades, seasonal spreads, year-end and year-ahead spreads, and eclipses with weekly and monthly spreads that you can reuse again and again year after year. This spread ebook is $10. I also have two volumes of healing and mental health spreads each with 15 spreads centered around healing and mental health issues, including anxiety, body healing, managing depression, restoring balance, ancestral karma clearing, family healing, self-care, and much, much more. These two volumes complement each other, but each can also stand alone. Volume 1 is $13, and Volume 2 is $14. 
You can find all of these spread ebooks on my website, healingthroughterra.com. And I'm currently working on a new spread ebook that consists of 20 shadow work spreads coming out in the fall of 2022. This Healing Through Terra line of spread ebooks is designed to help take you through the healing work needed to heal old wounds and step into brand new energy of empowerment. Together, we can heal through tarot. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Now we've come to the stage where we work on integration. The privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. Carl Jung During the process of shadow work, we've learned that it's helpful to cast off the expectations of others that have shamed us into hiding our light. We can heal from this shame by connecting with our true selves. We can and should lean into our authentic self and our innate gifts that we each possess. When we do this, we align with our life purpose, which will lift the vibration of the planet and bring about change. Each of us is tasked with this alignment of our soul when we incarnate. Our higher self will always help to guide us to our life path and life mission. The easiest way to allow this to happen is to be your true self in every way. No disguises, no hiding, and no denial. To do this, give yourself permission to love yourself and to honor every aspect of your being. Total acceptance. Self-acceptance and self-compassion can be hard for many of us. It helps to place your hands over your heart and let the compassion and self-love flow into your heart chakra. This helps to bypass that inner critic that is so judgmental. If you're a creative or artist, you may have come to realize through the shadow work that inspiration and creativity can easily be blocked by our limiting beliefs about ourselves. Most of us have something that we feel drawn to create and to release out into the world, or something that we're driven to achieve. To do this, it may require some shadow work to remove the shame that was created in childhood when certain parts of ourselves were deemed unacceptable. You may have pushed those aspects of yourself down below the surface in order to receive love and acceptance from others who didn't value those aspects of yourself. Now is the time to heal those wounds and bring all hidden aspects of the self back into awareness so they can be fully accepted. Then we are whole again and can manifest easily because we have merged with the shadow self. It's crucial to understand that the shame is not the truth. It's an illusion to keep us hiding from our true potential. Now is the time to reclaim your power and free yourself so you can step into your life purpose. Break the cycle and unleash your true potential. What you want to create wants to be created. As you free yourself from the restraints of the past, you create change in the world. Heal thyself. Heal the world. 
We consider shadow work to be successful if we're able to explore our shadow, process what we find in those hidden areas of our unconscious mind, and integrate the shadow aspects with the rest of our psyche. This gives us a whole version of ourselves that's closer to the true self we incarnated as. Shadow work doesn't require fixing any part of ourselves or banishing the shadow aspects. It is a process of understanding all parts of us, accepting them, and merging all aspects into one version. Once you've explored your shadow and worked through the exercises and spreads laid out in the past few podcast episodes, I suggest completing a ritual to formalize this integration process. Rituals are helpful because they provide us with an action that we can complete to make a statement to the universe regarding our intention. Think of it as intention made real. Write down a list of all of the shadow aspects that you've uncovered throughout this process, and also note any toxic behaviors, limiting beliefs, and negative emotions, like shame, anger, or fear, that you've unearthed as well. Burn the piece of paper with all the negative emotions connected to these shadow aspects. As the paper burns safely in a plate, fireplace, or bowl, take several deep breaths in, and with each exhale, release all of the negative emotions attached to your shadow aspects. With each inhale, bring in light, understanding, acceptance, and peace, and continue to exhale any negativity and any darkness surrounding the shadow aspects. Release all those feelings of inadequacy, shame related to disappointments and failures, deep wounds holding the shame in place, regrets from your past, toxic behaviors, etc. Visualize all of this leaving every cell of your body. Release it from every level, mind, body, and spirit. As the paper burns, visualize the energetic cords to these emotions and to the toxic individuals breaking. You're finally free. You've released all that has bound you to that past trauma and those old wounds. Here's an invocation that I wrote that you can use to help you solidify the integration of shadow aspects. My shadow no longer lurks in the dark, hidden from my view or awareness. I reclaim all shadow aspects and invite them into the light where I can see them and make conscious decisions going forward. My shadow will no longer limit me, hold me back, or sabotage my progress on my life journey. I call in healing and integration on all levels. I accept and embrace all aspects of myself at this time and merge these selves together to form a unified, whole version of myself. And so it is. Once the piece of paper is burned, and once you feel you have released all negative emotions from your body, snuff out the candle. Clear your space, either through smudging or a singing bowl, and imagine yourself free at last from any and all attachments that once held you back. In your new space and energy, 
Breathe in the possibility and potential of this new start. You have successfully met your shadow and made friends with it. A world of opportunities lays at your feet now. Let yourself dream about the new direction you want to take and write down a few goals you would like to tackle over the next year. Once you have those goals on your list, start to brainstorm on what steps will be necessary for you to start tackling the most important goal on your list. Break the larger goals into smaller goals and tasks and make a plan on how to integrate these tasks into your schedule so you can start to make progress on your new path. Now that you've just removed some major roadblocks, your path is clear and ready for you to start this new adventure. It's important to note here that your self-worth is not wrapped up in your achievements. You were already worthy. Your soul decided to incarnate at this moment in time to have a certain experience and to learn specific life lessons. Your worth is not dependent on how far you've gotten on that path. At the soul level, You are infinitely loved and supported. You just don't always know that because we're all cut off from that knowledge when we're born into this world. I believe that the purpose of life is to find our way back to that truth that you are loved and accepted beyond measure. You cannot even fathom how loved you are. If you can always remember that truth, your belief in yourself will soar and the roadblocks you face on your journey will just melt away. They won't seem so insurmountable anymore. The quote, life is a journey, not a destination, is important to remember here. You won't miss your life purpose. Your soul will make sure you're in the right place at the right time. So stop beating yourself up with self-doubt and judgment about how you're progressing in this life. You're learning very meaningful lessons along the way, and that is valuable. Much of the time we learn the most through our failures. Failures, challenges, and missteps all test us and reveal our true character. They show us how strong and resilient we are. We often surprise ourselves with our own strength and fortitude. Celebrate your growth on this journey just as much, if not more than what you would deem a success or achievement. Growth is much more important. Fear of failure is so ingrained in our shadow that we're often driven by this motivation without even knowing it. Now that we've done the hard parts of our shadow work, we know that awareness is key to neutralizing these triggers and unconscious behaviors. We can now see it for what it is, and we don't have to give these unconscious motivations any power anymore. By moving the shadow aspects into the light through the integration process, these actions are no longer taking place in the shadow hidden from our view. We are now consciously aware of the wounds these fears stem from, and we can make a conscious choice to not react from these wounds any longer. Instead, look at these fears and learn from them. What do you fear and why? What do you fear losing? See if these fears hold the same weight or power now after you brought them all out into the light to dissect and study. Things don't seem so scary once we bring them into the light. You may find that you feel very different now when faced with the same triggers and situations that once had you cowering in the corner. Look at your motivations and make conscious decisions on which goals to tackle now and make sure it is for the right reason now and not out of fear stemming from wounds. 
those deep wounds shouldn't feel as raw as they did when we started this journey. What was once in the shadow is now sitting in plain view in the light. To help with this integration process, I will share the last custom spread I made for our Shadow Work series. This is a seven-card spread called Integrating Shadow Aspects. I'll share those prompts with you now. How can I build inner strength to grow? How can I build myself up? How can I practice compassion for myself? How can I integrate all aspects of myself? What is my potential if I integrate all aspects of myself? How to maintain a balanced feeling of wholeness? And what area of my life have I healed the most during the shadow work journey? If you want to throw this spread for yourself, you can find this spread on my blog, on my website, healingthroughterra.com. And I've posted a graphic of this spread on my Healing Through Tarot accounts on Pinterest and Instagram. I would love to see the photos of your spreads. Please tag me on Instagram at Healing Through Tarot and please use the hashtag Healing Through Tarot Integrating Shadow Spread. I have the perfect shadow work deck to share with you in this episode. Rockpool Publishing surprised me in late fall of 2021 by sending me the Macabre Tarot by Samantha West. As soon as I opened this deck, I knew it would be a great addition to the Shadow Work series. Some of the imagery is disturbing and dark, which helps to evoke the darker elements from our shadow. I prefer a deck with evocative imagery to help unearth some of the darker aspects of my shadow. I also love that half the deck has a black background and the other half has a white background. Black and white decks really set the tone for me when I'm engaging in shadow work. Visuals are extremely important with this type of healing work, and the contrast of black and white representing the light and dark aspects that we tackle in our shadow work really deepens this type of work for me. The images on the cards are colored with either black or gold ink or white empty space which allows us to pull up emotions and memories from the depths of our shadow. This color palette is ideal, in my opinion, for this type of work. And the images in this deck are stunning. I have several photos of this deck on my blog and on my Instagram account if you want to check them out. Samantha has chosen to rename some of the major arcana cards in this deck. And it works because these terms tap into more shadow and light energy. The High Priestess is the Divine, the Empress is the Ethereal, and the Emperor becomes the Rigid. And as a Life Path 4, this Emperor works for me. I personally love the fact that the Hierophant is presented here as the Guide. This has more positive associations for me than the usual Hierophant card. Here the Guide is more inviting and helpful versus the gatekeeping of the Sacred Knowledge by the original Hierophant card. The court cards have been renamed to reflect more shadowy vibes and to make it more inclusive and non-gendered. We have the terror for pages, nightmare in place of knights, haunting instead of queens, and massacre for kings. This is very unique and works great for shadow work. 
These cards can represent people or spirits in your midst, according to the guidebook. The suits are cups, bones for wands, crystals for pinnacles, and daggers for swords. The imagery consists of skulls, snakes, skeletons, bones, and dark, shadowy figures. Medusa-like characters haunt some of the images, so make sure to check out the images or watch a walkthrough video of this full deck before purchasing it just to make sure the imagery isn't too disturbing for you to work with. Personally, I love it, and I've benefited tremendously from using this deck along with the Deviant Moon Tarot and the new Disney Villains Tarot throughout this whole series. These are my top three shadow work decks that I recommend. Other decks I've used in the past for shadow work and that I highly recommend are the Wild Unknown Tarot, the Bone Stone and Earth Flesh Tarot, and Tarot of the Abyss. All of those are excellent for this type of work. Thank you to all the companies who donated these decks for me to review and to use in this shadow work series. Thank you to US Games for donating the Deviant Moon Tarot, Inside Editions for donating the Disney Villains Tarot, and Rockpool Publishing for donating the Macabre Tarot. I've enjoyed them all and gotten the most out of the Shadow Work series by using them to tap into a whole new level of my shadow. These are all excellent tools for this type of work, and I highly recommend them all. Links for all the decks discussed in this episode are in the show notes and on my blog. I hope you've all found this Shadow Work series helpful. So many ideas flooded in as I was creating these three episodes. I just couldn't fit it all in. So I've been working on a hefty 20 spread ebook just on new shadow work spreads. And for my October Terror Challenge that I'll host in 2022, I will be hosting a shadow work challenge where I'll provide a prompt for each of the 31 days in October for us to delve further into our shadow. The late fall and winter are ideal times for shadow work. So look for my Shadow Work Spread ebook to drop around the fall, probably close to the October Shadow Work Challenge. It will contain spreads like Hidden Shadow Aspects, Breaking Through Resistance, Shadow-Related Fears, Self-Deception, and the Unconscious Motivation Spread, and many, many more. I'll be taking a break from podcasting over the summer. I'll be back in September with all new episodes, and I'll be continuing my Archetype series with episodes looking into healing with the Mystic Archetype and the Healer Archetype. If you haven't checked out the Healing with the Witch Archetype episode from February 2022, that's a great one to check out. I really enjoy creating these Archetype episodes. I'm hoping to publish my first book in my fictional divination series this summer. If that happens, look for a bonus summer episode where I will read a few scenes and give you a sneak peek into the characters. I can't wait to share this book with you. Happy card slinging, and I'll see you in a few months. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you found this information valuable, consider subscribing to the show so you never miss an episode. And please rate and review this podcast and tell fellow card readers about the show. You can find more tarot tips on my blog on HealingThroughTarot.com and on my Pinterest and Instagram page, both under Healing Through Tarot. That's through, spelled T-H-R-U. See you next time, card slingers.